Happy Hour, a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. Hi. Hello. And if you like the show, please rate, review and subscribe as this helps others to find us. Woohoo! <laughs> um, that we're was not a- drinking today. Oh, I think, yeah, we had to tell people that. Thank God. <laughs> You're on a bit of a hiatus from the alcohol. I was turning into a glass of red wine. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, it's, got, it's really, it can really catch up to you. A hundred percent. Like, all of a sudden, you can be like, I haven't been sober mm. <laughs> for longer than 24 hours mm. in a while. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same way. I actually should do the same thing. Tapping out. You're tapping out. For how long are you For one week. One week. Yeah, I think that's all I can manage, TBH. Also, I realized I might smell like garlic, and I'm really sorry if that's the case. that's cute. I ate a lot of raw garlic last night, which always is the smellier thing. You know what's so funny? Like, right as you were saying that, I was like, oh, garlic. Like, right (laughs) as you were saying it. I was like, oh, I smell. But I'm going to try and direct my voice this way. Oh, we're fine. (laughs) We're big buds. Pen. Especially because this is the feedback special. Oh, exactly. Oh my God. This is actually a very exciting um, episode. We're going to tackle all things feedback. It's yeah. Be a little bit different. Mm. Um, I'm excited. But first, what's going on with you, Pen? What are you thinking about what's happening? Uh, okay. So I've realized that every time you ask me when I listen back to the episodes, you're like, how are you? And I'm like, ah, oh. I do this big, like, anyway, sorry about that, everyone. It must be melding into one. But um, I was down in Munich working with a client last week. And I was like talking to, um, I guess, like my main client quite a lot, just kind of socially. We had a lot of lunches together and stuff. And I was like, it's really interesting. And I think a challenge that still hasn't been really uh, figured out yet, even by you know, uh, companies that are committed to it is the idea of recognition in the workplace. Mm. Like it's such a bugbear for me because I find that like I'm a big giver of recognition and I'm a very minimal receiver of it. And it's always like, that makes me sound like I haven't done anything good, but it's always when I know I've done something good and I'm not getting recognized for it. And it really fucks me off. really annoying yeah yeah um that's the one i mean when you talk to people and they're unhappy at work there's like the kind of consistent thing i hear all the time is that they're like well i'm just not like not recognized i'm not appreciated at work yeah i mean like the thing is i always feel like i've been valued at work but i feel like also and this is really interesting because i think it's a, a a slightly gendered issue maybe um but you know, women tend to get asked to help with things. Mm -hmm. And whenever I've been asked to help with something, I never get recognized for it. No one ever says, oh, thanks, Penny, for doing that. Or thanks, Penny, for doing my entire job on that project or whatever. Um, (laughs) You know, like it's and that's where it falls down. I think guys are really shit at giving recognition generally. They're like, oh, cool, thanks. I deserved that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas women are like, oh, my God, thank you so much for taking half a day out of your time. I know, right? Um, I feel like I'm constantly... Uh, thanking people for yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Like one time, this is uh, this is the biggest one for me. There was a guy at one of my previous roles um, and he came up to my desk one day and he was British and I was Australian and we were in Australia. Mm-hmm. I still am Australian. Yeah. Um, and he came over to my desk and he was like, hey, Penny, we need to recruit users for testing um, in the startup community. So we need startup owners. 
Um, and I don't know anyone like that, obviously, because I'm from London. I have no idea of anyone here. So can you help me to recruit 20 users? And I'm like, yeah, of course. So I ended up recruiting the 20 users for him. Right. And then at the end of the week at this particular company, we used to do this thing called wins and shout outs. So okay. this is your opportunity to give a shout out to someone, yeah. give them recognition for something they've done, which incidentally was my idea. Right. Because it used to be just wins where you just gave yourself a shout out. <laughs> so I was like, maybe you should do wins and shout outs. But anyway, um, we get to the wins and shout outs and this guy's like, my win for this week is that I managed to recruit all of the testers for uh, for user, the users for testing. And Whoa. I was just like, I literally just fell off my chair. I was like, bye bye. And just <laughs> fell over. I was like, that's... Oh my God. <laughs> and it's straight afterwards. I was like, so remind me never to do anything for you again. Because yeah. it, clearly you just didn't even register that I did that for you. And he was like, oh, my God. And he was so sorry. You could wow. tell that he legitimately didn't think of it. That's crazy, Is that insanity? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm so glad you said something to him, though. Oh, yeah. You're the feedback queen. <laughs> I it's don't know if that's queen. feedback. That's yeah. just me being really pissed off. <laughs> I would, like, let it stew. Actually, mm. not maybe not anymore. I'm trying to get better at that. But, um, yeah. That's really crazy. But I think that's something like, so then how can we improve, like, I think, yeah, like, how can we make that better? I don't know. Like, I was toying with the idea of, like, maybe we should give um, kind of, maybe we should incentivize the person giving the recognition yeah. as opposed to the person receiving it. Yeah. But I don't know how that would work. I didn't really think it through. Yeah. So we have something at, uh, at my workplace called Bonusly, mm, yeah. uh, which is a system um, where basically it's peer-to-peer -peer recognition. So you can give little bonuses um, to people for certain things, if they help you with something or if you just want to recognize someone for whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I don't love it for numerous mm. reasons. So mm -hmm. the first thing is, I think it's too like it. Um, you're like accum accumulating these like points. It's like a point system. So there's actually right now I'm actually uh, the top bonus receiver. Of course you are. <laughs> um, but that's not always no, it really. That's actually it's rare mm. for me. But I think that uh uh, that's annoying. Like to me, that's not what it's about. It's mm. not about who is being recognized most yeah. in the company. It's not like this. It shouldn't be gamified. Mm. I think. I think that's really yeah. dangerous. Yeah. And also, the thing is that um, I noticed that in every company I've worked for, recognition tends to stay within teams. Yeah. And if you work in kind of an isolated way, which I have always done because yeah, I'm too. the only person on my team. Um, nobody gives you any recognition and you're like just sitting there sad in the corner yeah. while you're literally making the business run. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. I also think everyone needs to be like bought into this. So there are like are a couple of people who are in like leadership positions who aren't a part mm. of this bonusly thing. And it's like, I think everybody needs to be on it. Yeah. And a part it's of all it. or nothing. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So anyway, that those are my problems with it. But I do think it's like good to have some kind of system. Mm. But I actually think I much prefer the uh, wins and shout outs thing mm. weekly. Yeah. It's just like a nice way to bring everyone together and reflect on the like um, reflect on the good times, I guess. Yeah. The small successes. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. And we always used to have drinks and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And you know how 
much we love to have drinks. Yes. Anyway, yes. how are you, Brittany? What the yeah. hell is happening with you? Good. I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I am kind of, uh, I was having a bit of a, a, a busy kind of day. We have, um, yeah, some things going on at work where there's just kind of a little bit more to do, um, which happens, you know, from time to time. Um, but I, besides work stuff, I thought I would bring up something that I listened to this week. Oh, yeah. A podcast. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I can't remember if you were telling me about this or who was like lots of people. Basically, first of all, lots of people have told me about Russell Brand's podcast mm. and said he that it's is really exceptional, good. isn't he? Yeah. He's a very emotionally intelligent person. Yes. So yeah. great. And I mean, I kind of had like a really Russell Brand, like mm-hmm. really. Um, but he I mean, he's done a lot and seen a lot and mm-hmm. he's gone through some very significant um, kind of just changes and reform in his own mm-hmm. life, which I find really interesting. Um, but he was inter- he interviews people. The podcast is called Under the Skin. Mm-hmm. I would highly recommend actually just this one episode because I it's the only one I've listened to so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, I seem to it seems to me that the whole podcast is probably quite good. But this episode is with Brene Brown. Oh, my favorite. Right. Can you get like I'm can obsessed. You, OK, great, because I actually like uh, this is the first time I've heard from her, mm. but I have heard people talking about her mm. a lot. So what, what? how would you describe her? Like what is her? So thing. she she plummeted to fame. No, she skyrocketed to fame. <laughs> um, Some people do plummet to, fl- to fame. She, she like catapulted to fame yeah. after doing a TED Talk called The Power of Vulnerability, um, where she basically tore apart this idea that um, bravery is associated with stoicism and like right. the more you're able to give that's authentic and like quite honest and vulnerable, the more you'll be able to kind of progress as a human yeah um yeah and she's just I love her because I I mean like this is discrimination for sure but looking at her I had assumed that she would be one of those people who was like I was an exceptional student at school and then I went to Harvard and then I worked at a management consultancy and then yeah like I've achieved all my life and now here's my TED talk yeah but actually like she's not like that at all <laughs> it's just my bias towards people who are like disorganized and not traditional successes right yeah um that's interesting yeah and i mean and she also then recently released um she she did like a special on netflix yeah i haven't watched it yet me neither i really want to though i think i'm gonna do that on the flight Mm. um but uh on my next flight i should say but she this is the first it's actually the first time that Netflix has done anything like this. Mm. Like it's like it's almost like a comedy special, like a stand up special, but it's not like it's there are funny mm. moments I've heard. Mm. But it's like it's this oh, kind of it's kind of like a TED talk on but Netflix. Extended. Right. Yeah. Yeah. OK, yeah. cool. So yeah. it's like her. She's such an original thinker. I think she's like yeah. quite phenomenal the way she she kind of digests things. And I think yeah. her background is in social work. Oh really? Yeah. So okay. She, yeah. She, she did, does. She does a lot of also like research and, and mm, projects on just like humans. Mm, yeah. And humans. That, so I think you would have heard about this podcast from Dolly and Pandora. Ah, uh, true. Right. Yeah. Because apparently the dynamic between Russell Brand and Brene Brown is very like. Yeah, electric. it was. It was. Yeah, mm. it was really fun to listen oh, to. I should listen to that on the way home. I'm no, gonna really download should. it right now. <laughs> it's so good. Penny's literally got her phone out and she's downloading it right now. I love that. Um, but what, like, so she? They talk about all kinds of stuff. Like, literally, I mean, from like super spiritual stuff to really kind of like tangible. Mm. Um, 
life things. Um, but one thing that she um, asked Russell, mm-hmm. Russell Brand, mm-hmm. and I want to ask you, and I mm-hmm. want to know what your answer is. So she asked, and she did. She did extensive research on this question and asked a lot of people, and kind of was basically she was um, studying like empathy, mm-hmm. right? And um, she asked, uh, "Do you believe that everyone?" is just doing their best. Okay. Big question, right? Like everyone in the world, are they doing the best they can? And so there's like all kinds of, you know, like she was talking about people answering this question and most people are like, no, like people are lazy. People are like selfish. Mm. Everybody, everybody could do better, you know? And, um, that sucks. yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's the thing, right? Is like, apparently, people who really kind of more are on the side of like, no, I believe that like everyone's doing the best they can with what they have available. Yeah. Yeah. Their emotional state, how they were brought up there. Yeah. Everything kind of like in the moment, um, people who believe that are, um, yeah, obviously like much more more empathetic. empathetic Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, like that is a big part of like, uh, if you've ever sort of done therapy, um, like the idea of recovering from this sort of uh, shame or self-loathing or anything like that, that your therapist will always be like, you did the best that you could at the time. Yeah. You know, like, and there, there are times in anyone's life where, you know, like the emotional state or the, you know, the circumstances aren't ideal. Yeah. Um, And then you kind of like, have to perform in some way and you're always disappointed with the performance because the circumstances weren't ideal and you look back at it and you think, oh, I could have done so much better, but actually you did the best that you could at the time Yeah, and that's all you can do. And now like, I think about that all the time. I'm like, did I do my best at that time? Yeah. Because that's all that matters. Yeah, totally. Mm. And I think one thing that um, she asked her husband this question and his answer I thought was so fantastic. Mm. He was like, He's like, you know, I don't know, but I think that if I believe that, I'll be much happier oh, and brilliant. Like, yeah, content in life. And That's I was like, so yeah, good. so yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, like it is liberating thinking the best about people instead of oh, being like, totally. oh, these people suck 100%. and I'm much better than them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that was like really powerful. And I would advise everyone to listen to that episode. Oh, I it really can't fabulous. wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's and I listened to um, that Russell Brand under the skin with uh, Lena Dunham. Okay, because that was my next one. Yes, I definitely recommend it. I mean, she's a very interesting character. For sure. Um, And then I also listened to the one with John Ronson, who's a writer and um, who makes like, he made a podcast. But so he wrote a book called Chasing the Scream. And also he wrote another book. Oh, no, he didn't write Chasing the Scream. He wrote a book called John. So I'm resetting. He Mm -hmm. wrote a book called. Um, the psychopath test, which is Whoa. so good. It's all about psychopaths and that it is unputdownable. I read it in about half a day. Cool. And then I like obsessively lent it to everyone and everyone's like, you're obsessed with psychopaths. And I'm like, yeah. It's, I'm obsessed with all that kind of stuff. Oh, it's yeah. So fascinating. It's so great. Yeah. You definitely have to read all of those things. Okay. Done. Mm. I will. Mm. Um, the other thing that I did this week that I want to talk to you about, Ooh. which I haven't yet, is um, I conducted some interviews. Job interviews? Job interviews. Ooh, yeah. Who are you hiring? So we're hiring a bunch of positions at uh, my work right now. And basically I was asked kind of like in a pinch 
to be a part of this job interview mm-hmm. with a, a colleague of mine. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's really funny because like from my profile, I learned <laughs> obviously that I really I like to prepare for things. So I was a bit aggravated because I was like, OK, well, I really want to like if I'm going to be in a job and like giving someone asking them questions and actually assessing whether or not they should work here. I need some time to prepare yeah, what I want to oh, ask for sure, yeah. to look at their CV, all this kind of stuff. So anyway, so I kind of like, I was like, okay, scratch that. I'm working on this now. And I like prepared like a crazy person and then went in and just fucking smashed it. Oh, <laughs> of course you did. Is it I'm so proud. funny? I'm like, I have no idea if the candidate is any good, but I really killed it. And they just give you that's adorable. <laughs> You're like, kidding. I am nailing this. Yeah. Um, and did you do it by yourself? So I did it with one colleague. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but he is not maybe the most um I think it was a good thing that we did mm. it together mm-hmm. because he's a little bit quieter naturally and um I I can be a little bit more um yeah engaging outgoing, outgoing yep. that yep. kind of thing. Yeah. So it was it went really well but it was really funny cuz after uh my colleague said to me he's like Brittany you are very good at giving interviews. <laughs> and I was just like so what do you think went well about it? Share yeah. with, our, with our vast audience. Yes. <laughs> with our crazy big audience. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think the reason that it went well was kind of uh, a few different reasons. So for one, I very thoroughly examined their mm. uh, their CVs. Mm. Obviously, I mean, most people would probably do that before an interview, I think. Um, but what I did like what I really tried to do when they were then in the interview. And it was so funny because both of them were kind of prepared to like take us through their resume. Right. And I was like, I'll stop you right there. Like, we don't need to go through your whole resume. Yeah. You know, like I I've just, I, yeah, I've read it. I know what it, what it says. Um, I would like to talk to about more specific points. So mm. I had kind of like, I had sort of a structure of like what I wanted to learn about them, right? Amazing. Like I wanted to know, you know, what kind of processes they have put in place. What are the, you know, what kind of results and things have they actually achieved? Yeah, you know, yeah. those kinds of things, right? And like, and actually one question that I opened with for both of them, and I think that it was really, um, it was just a really good question and it, it unveiled a lot. Okay, yeah. Was, um, uh currently in your current role or your your most recent role if they if you were, aren't in a job right now mm-hmm. um what do you really what do you really like mm. about what you do and what do you dislike oh I do? love this yes yeah, yeah great it, it really um yeah told us a lot about mm. like yeah the kind of person they are and what kind of work they like to do but also like what they're not looking for and then we can like cross-reference and be like well that's not mm. gonna be here or yeah, that is gonna be that's here so or smart actually <laughs> yeah so it's not um, like oh and and also like what are you what are you looking for in your next position you mm. know like what do you want out of that yeah um and, and a lot of people don't actually know how to answer that question well it's kind of a tough one I guess they're kind of like I don't know what I want yeah. and you're like well you need to be able to think on your feet and figure yeah. something out really quick exactly exactly mm. some people had a good answer to that and other people didn't <laughs> You know, like I think that saying like I want a good uh, like like I think someone kind of answered it in like they talked a lot about like the office that they oh, want to work at. Dear. I'm like, that yeah. is not where you want to lead down. Like the fact that we have a nice office is great. It's, and it's very like, much secondary. Too. It's so secondary. Like it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. I have to say, like one of the reasons I'm glad we're doing this podcast is that I am genuinely shocked by about 80 percent of the people that I interview. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, how, how did you, this is terrible. 
Yeah. Like I'm, I'm flabbergasted and like, I used to occasionally write resumes for people and I was always like, so what are you going to say in the interview just quickly? Because this resume can only get you so far. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, oh, um, totally. A resume really doesn't get you that far. Yeah, just gets you in the door. Gets you in the door, which is great. But then, yeah, and I think that it's just like, the, obviously the candidates that we were interviewing were really nervous. Like you're mm. nervous in a job interview, obviously. And we, like, everyone's aware of that, right? Like I'm aware of that. It, mm. Like, so I know that, Okay, he's talking really fast or he's mm. talking a little too much. Or if they fumble their words or something. Right. It's not like, oh, deal breaker. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. But you do kind of, you need to know what is the important information and what is the stuff you can leave out. Mm. You know, totally. and, and that I think is something like the editing is something that people could really work on mm. in, in interviews. Yeah. Um, and also you can kind of pause as you're talking and see if people want to, if the interviewer wants to jump in and be like, okay, cool, that's enough. Oh, God, that is such a good point, Tony. Totally. Like, I do that all the time. I'm like, I have all of my, like, story. Basically, um, in journalism, there's this thing called the pyramid of information. So you put all of the most crucial information at the top, and then as you get further into the article, it becomes less and less crucial. So at the yeah, end, you'll know what Mrs. Robinson's dog name, name, dog's name was. Exactly. Um, so you should kind of approach all communication like that so that you're kind of yeah. starting out with the most important stuff. Pause. Then if they want you to keep going, you can keep going. And then you pause again. Such a good point. Just let there someone was, cut in. There were so many times where I was like, I've heard enough of this, mm. you know, but like, but, and I, but there was no point mm. to then not rudely cut them off, you know? And I think that's, yeah, that's something that is, that's a really great point. Mm. Make little pauses, just make it a little bit easier for the, (laughs) for the, cause the, the, like I had, I had also follow-up questions on certain Mm. things that they said, but then they kept talking. So I was like, okay, back to that thing you said, like, Three minutes, minutes ago. ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was kind of a, uh, yeah, interesting. I mean, I think um, also there's something to be said for as the person conducting the interview of somehow just trying to get the person to relax as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. And I think that I was good at that. Like, I think I am naturally like I can kind of like I smile a lot. I nod yeah. when people are answering a question, mm. even if it's not what I necessarily mm. want to hear. You know, there's like all those kind of things. Like I, I try to present myself very openly and like be very friendly and and have a bit of a chat before and stuff like that. There's been I've gone into interviews and it's been like it's just like no banter, no oh, chat. God. Like yeah. Straight to the question. I'm like, scary, scary. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're freaking me out, you mm. know. Um, yeah. And, uh, and anyways, yeah. So I had, I, I found this new, uh, little, little, uh, hack, I don't know, skill or whatever. Yeah. I really oh like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I really like it. I liked mm. doing interviews. It's kind of fun. Mm. Um, of course. Great. Yeah. Well, yeah. congratulations. Thank you so much, Penny. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's a feedback special. Bo, 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 bo. It's a feedback special. Why am I doing that voice? That's amazing. I hope that doesn't sound totally psychotic. I mean, but, you it know, sounds pretty crazy. Psychotic enough? Be, psych- just psychotic enough. Just psychotic enough. enough. Yeah. Um, so basically, Penny and I have had this, um, this idea to do a, a lovely little special episode that's all around giving feedback um, to, yeah, 
Everybody, actually, just feedback. And also general. receiving feedback. Okay, we, we will talk about that. I was mm. like, are we going to talk about receiving? Yeah, why not? Yeah, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Great. So giving and receiving feedback, how important it is, how you should do it, and, and actually just like why you should do it, mm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing. I, I feel like in general, in the world right now, communication is just this thing that like if everyone could just communicate a little bit better, mm. the world would be a better place, Penny. All right. Oh, yeah, I certainly hope so. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah. what we're going to do is basically do a deep dive into feedback. Um, we're going to um, I mean, basically, feedback is this tool that's going to allow you to get what you want in your career in a lot of ways. Also in your life relationships, mm, friendships, yeah. love life, you know, all those kind of things. So basically we're going to try to um, teach everything we know about how to give feedback properly. Mm, right. Yeah. Um, and also, I guess, like give you a bit of a pet talk on why you should do it so yeah. that you're not just like, oh, instead of giving feedback to this uh, colleague of mine, I'm going to complain about them behind their back. Exactly. And create this really unpleasant work world yeah for everybody so before we jump in just so you guys know we are going to talk about like generally giving feedback um giving feedback as like a team lead um to your team but also giving feedback to your peers Mm -hmm. and then also we're going to wrap it up to your boss how to do that how to tell your boss that's a toughie but we're going (laughs) to tackle it so um first of all i mean we've done a lot of research behind this but if there's anything that we missed or you're like hey you didn't talk about this whatever send us an email we'd love to hear from you and we can chat about it next week Mm -hmm. um but okay penny what do you think what's the what's the first thing you need to think about um, so I, I love the, uh, angle that, um, what's the lady who wrote Kim Scott, Kim Scott, Kim Scott wrote a book called radical candor, candor, like candor, candor. Anyway, yeah. sorry. I'm trying not to say candor because that's how I would say it. That's the other um, radical candor, radical candor. <laughs> um, but we'll link it in the show notes. Basically she wrote this book and it's all about why you should be radically candid and give feedback um, all the time. And I yeah. think the thing that stuck with Brittany and I was um, the idea of doing the right thing by the people you work with. So totally. if someone is doing something that's like crippling them in their career or in their life or in their relationships, the kind thing to do is to actually tell them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that and, hit and home kind of, for me yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah. Because I always thought like, oh, it's okay. Like you just, you know, it's not a big deal. Like even so, something as so far as like you see someone has something in, in their teeth. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the nice thing to do is, is to tell, tell them. them. Yeah. Even though it's uncomfortable. Yeah, or maybe sure. they'll, they'll be a little bit uncomfortable for a second. Mm. And that's like a very obviously mild form of feedback. But like it's it starts there. Mm. If you're uncomfortable telling someone they have something in their teeth, then you need to really practice that. Yeah, for sure. Right. And if you're not really motivated by kindness, which I can totally understand sometimes, yeah. <laughs> um, then I would think about it as giving, a, kind of developing this positive culture around feedback helps your team and yourself and that person to all get better results. Yeah. So um, you kind of like, you can empower people and you can also empower yourself by um, kind of creating more of a positive cultural environment. Totally. I wonder if the people who are listening, Mm. if you guys are in companies where feedback is really important, is it something that your, you know, managers are super insistent about? Is there a feedback culture? I'd be Mm. so, so curious to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it kind of like you have your annual performance review and that's where you find out all this stuff that Nancy said and you're like, ah, 
Oh, terrible. <laughs> yeah, it really should be something. Uh, I mean, for me, I I believe uh, very strongly strongly that there should be some sort of process around it because I mm. find if there's there's no real process and you're just like, hey, everybody give feedback to each other. It's like, mm. OK, that's not really going to work. You yeah. know, yeah. Like one thing that I um, actually when I was I was uh, managing one person, um, this was a while ago, and mm. he actually brought this idea to me and I really loved it. He was like, I, I would really like to receive from you um, three things that I'm doing really well that you really like, mm-hmm. um, as in like how I'm working or whatever. And then three things that you would like me to do more of or that mm. I'm not doing that you wish I were doing. That's great. And it's like in an email, mm. you know, so you can like really be careful about your word choice. Yeah. And then I asked him to do that for me as well. And then we had this kind of thing where we kept doing that for each other. And it's really, really nice to just put that in a system so that there's not this whole like it shouldn't be this big And actually, one thing that we often talk about when it comes to feedback, um, I mean, first of all, you're a big fan of the situation behavior impact impact model. (laughs) I never remember the last word impact. Mm -hmm. Um, But that one actually uh, tells you a lot about giving feedback and making sure that you're focusing on a behavior Mm -hmm. and not like a trait of a person. Yeah. So if someone is like, you can't just um, like saying like you're rude. Mm. is not a good form of feedback, Mm. but saying... Because that's also very open to interpretation. True. Yeah, Yeah. totally. But instead of saying you're rude, um, would be much actually better to say something along the lines of, um, it made me feel a little bit attacked when you said this sentence Mm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's really important because often I think you need to ask yourself also, like, I'm giving this feedback. Why? Not because I want to like dig at my uh, colleague Mm. or my team member. Mm. Like I'm giving it because I want to create a better working environment Mm. for everyone. Yeah. That's the whole idea. That's an interesting point, Brittany, because I found that like if I'm giving nice feedback to people, even if it's like critical feedback, but I'm like taking time out to talk to them. Yeah. It means I must like them. Whereas if I hate someone, I will not talk to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Such a good point. So uh, now we're going to talk about how to give feedback to your direct reports. So uh, Brittany just farted. (laughs) She didn't actually. She just uh, moved her chair chair. and then she gave me this really guilty look. She was like, oh my God, I just made a farting noise in my chair. I know the difference between a fart noise and a chair noise. Do you? I do, yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty fluent in farts. All right, good. Fluent in farts. Yeah. So how do we give feedback as a manager to our direct reports, Penny? Well, I, I love this um, this model that I rant on about all the time. Yes. It's a situation behavior impact model. So this, um, we'll link it in the sh- show notes, but basically the idea is that you structure the conversation like this. Um, in this situation, you exhibited this behavior and it had this impact on me or the team. Okay, quick example. Mm-hmm. Let's say we're in a meeting together mm-hmm. and I uh, cut you off mid-sentence mm-hmm. um, and I do it several times in the meeting. Mm-hmm. How would you then deliver that feedback afterwards to me? What cool. would you say? I'd say, um, so Brittany, uh, in the meeting on Wednesday that we had with um, our team, mm-hmm. you interrupted me a couple of times Um, And when you interrupt me, it makes me feel like you're not listening to what I have to say and you don't value my opinion. 
Okay, so that's Whoa. very simple. Just I just like, had a little think about what I did. I feel like movie. we actually were having that conversation. I, know, I, was, I was like, like I was like, how do I respond to this? <laughs> like, actually, oh, receiving God. feedback. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Okay, so this is really great because I think that this removes the emotion mm. from the feedback. It's also like hyper specific. So yes. Brittany knows exactly when she did this thing. She yeah. knows exactly what she did. Yeah. We're focusing on behaviors instead of traits. So like she behaved by uh, she she interrupted right. was her behavior. Yeah. And then she understands the impact on me. So the impact bit is really great because it kind of gives you a bit of flexibility in terms of because t- to be honest, like the impact could be emotional. It could yeah. be like, you made me feel like ABC. Yeah. Um, and that's okay because no one should ever try and rationalize your emotions. But also these things can get quite personal sometimes. So yeah. you want to make sure that you're actually, um, yeah, you're giving a voice to that in a way. Totally. Mm. Okay, cool. Um, I really like the focus on behavior and not traits. Thing. Mm. I think that's so important yeah. to think about. Yeah, um, because people can't change who are, who they are as an individual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but they can change their behavior, which yeah. is so important. Totally. Now, Radical Candor by Kim Scott. This is basically, um, I mean, she talks all about that. I mean, it's an entire book that's basically based around how do we actually say things to people very like openly Mm. um, and why we should and how that will help everyone's careers. It's like a, it's kind of like a management book, but it's really focused around feedback. Mm. Um, It is a management book, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's really, really good. Um, But I, I love the fact she kind of like opens the book with like, it's no wonder that we're so um, freaked out about giving feedback to people Mm. because literally since we were kids, we've been told if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Right. Which is kind of bullshit. (laughs) It totally is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like I, I just, I mean, I grew up with that ingrained in my brain. Mm. Um, So it's really, I find it exceptionally hard to give um, any form of like negative feedback, Um, but I'm working on it. Oh, I think you're doing great. Yeah. Um, I think one point that she makes in the book um, and a general point for Mm. feedback is that you should definitely give bad feedback privately. So don't do it in front of your whole team um, and give good feedback publicly generally speaking yeah so if someone if you have a member of your team that like shrivels up and wants to die if you say something nice about them in front of other people then don't do that but generally speaking people like to be um recognized in front of other people totally so yeah i mean like kind of bringing up grievances in a public setting is probably the worst mistake anyone can make oh it's such a no-go it's such a no-go. Yeah. I think um, one thing she also talks about quite a bit is, um, I mean, basically she she describes, she's kind of coined this term radical candor. Mm-hmm. And basically what that, what she means when she says that, it's like a combination of two things. One is caring deeply mm-hmm. and the other is challenging openly. Great. So it's super important. Like she talks all about, and we talk about this too, about like bringing your whole self to work and how mm. important that is. Oh yeah. And so it's important for you to build these really nice positive relationships with your uh, employees or your mm. team. Mm-hmm. But it's also important that you challenge them yeah. and you, you know, ask the tough questions and give them the hard feedback because that will actually only strengthen your relationship. Mm. And I think that's so important to remember that you're doing it 
for a good reason. It's not to put that person down. It's actually to help them in their career mm. and it helps me you, feel better yeah for sure I, this is so interesting because I wonder what you how you would tell the difference between challenging someone on yeah. their on just being like hey I want to push you further on that yeah and kind of antagonizing or undermining them right I'm so fascinated by this because I know that I've challenged people in the past and it's come from a really good place yeah. and it's been taken as you're you're undermining me you're um challenging my authority right. in a way. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, I guess that's more their problem than mine, to be honest. But um, Well, the thing about that, though, is that's a lot more about giving feedback to your superiors, oh. right? Or people who are maybe on the same level as you. Mm. Because giving feedback as a manager to your team should have, there, there should really be no questions about that, right? Like, yeah. you're the manager, so mm. you can give. Yeah, that's you true. Know. So, yeah. um, but I think that we're definitely going to dive into that a little Ooh. later with the old giving feedback to your boss stitch, uh, which will be really uh, fun and interesting and terrifying. Yeah. Um, the, and the last thing I think in this segment about um, giving feedback to your direct reports is that um, I, I personally believe it's really important to not tell someone how to solve the problem. Yeah. Like that person needs to learn how to solve it themselves. And also they need to be given the opportunity to solve it themselves. So I think we've all been in a situation where our boss has been like, do it this way. Yeah. And you're like, well, first of all, like I would like to, you know, have some autonomy in my job and figure this out myself. Yeah. Um, but secondly, like what if you don't know if that's the right way? Yeah. Um, the other thing, though, about that is like I think it, you should be open to discussing yeah. with them. So yeah. it's like it's also like there's this kind of thing where it's like um, only like I don't want problems. I only want solutions. And it's like, well, like that's not maybe not necessarily the best way. You yeah. know, what I mean? if you're if your employee or your um, direct report is coming to you with a problem, be open to discussing. Yeah. The issue and think, kind of working towards a yeah. solution together and asking lots of questions that can kind of stimulate reflection mm. and exploring and experimenting yeah. and just kind of having a conversation as opposed to being like, you either do it this way or you bring me a solution. Yeah. You exactly. know, like that's not. Uh, effective management. Totally. Yeah. It's uh, management is like fucking, it's really hard. Mm. It's, I mean, I've said this before, I'm just so amazed all the time at how little management training managers get. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I feel <laughs> like I've been studying to become a manager my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and being an employee has really contributed to my abilities as a more senior practitioner, I think. Yeah. Like uh, uh, it's kind of just watching every boss I've ever had and being like, how are you doing this? How could you do it better? Totally. What mistakes are you making? Like I've just been watching them for so many years that I'm now like kind of very excited about giving it a go. Well, that's so funny because I think some people have that and then some people don't. Mm. Like I think some people are really interested in management and find people to be very motivational and mm. inspiring and they they love that form. And then some people absolutely hate that oh, for and they sure, would literally yeah. rather die. Yeah, I think um, Kim Scott talks about that in the book, the yeah. rock star and superstar thing. Right, yeah. Exactly. Which I love. Um, so for the record, um, so... Do you, do you want to read this? Yeah, sure. So basically, um, this is one thing in the book that I found really, really interesting because she kind of, she defines kind of people, uh, defines sounds a little bit too 
ominous, but basically she says there are superstars and there are rock stars in the workplace. In the workplace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> and a superstar is someone who's kind of like a change agent. They love new challenges. They want to move up. They're seen maybe as like the climbers, right? Mm-hmm. The people who really want a promotion. They want, as soon as they get a new challenge, they're like looking for the next one, mm-hmm. right? And then the rock star is someone who's a little bit more stable. They're actually happy with their job. They want to actually just get better at that job, Mm. kind of hone their craft. They're a little bit less, um, it's not that they're less ambitious. It's just that they don't want to manage people. Right. Like I used to work with this guy who was an incredible um, iOS developer, Mm. mobile developer. Um, And he now, you know, like it, it was unequivocally agreed that he was this insanely strong developer. Right. Kind of on the genius spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, and they the, the workplace that I used to work in uh, was trying to push him into a management role. And he's like, I really don't want to do that because yeah. once I start managing people, I won't be engineering anymore. And he ended up leaving the company. I'm like, you guys lost this guy wow. because he wouldn't go into it. And it's like big mistake. You've got yeah. to realize that some people actually you know, they have a real talent for something and they just want to do that thing and that doesn't make them shit. Well, that's <laughs> the thing, right? Like in delivering feedback and like on like being like, okay, I need to like, it's it's it starts at such a base level of understanding what um, value your employee or your direct report brings, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And being, and, and understanding that different people will bring different things and different values and they will, like could they could all be contributing in the same like the same amount mm. but just in different forms yeah and so it's like telling someone uh, as feedback that like oh you know you're not really thinking of the big picture very much blah 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 it's like well maybe that's not their job yeah. or not yeah. what they want to do mm. you know that's not a good form of feed like yeah so it's just it's it feedback is about being open and understanding and like communicating Mm. with people to understand them better a hundred percent segment penny is Mm. talking about feedback to your peers uh yeah so these are the people that are on the same level as you this is exactly right Mm. now i find this really um a fun one to talk about Mm. because um for me i like i manage a team but it's a very small team Mm -hmm. so for me actually giving feedback to my peers is maybe coming up more often Mm. than to like my team but i find this is an interesting one because Giving like peer to peer feedback is really tough because Mm -hmm. it so quickly can become patronizing. Yeah. Right. So quickly someone can be like, "Um, who are you to be giving me feedback? You're not my boss. And I think a lot of people uh, use the term feedback. They're like, oh, I'm going to give you some feedback, but really I'm just going to have a dig at you because I don't like you or whatever. I've seen this happen so many times. I'm like. No, this is not, this is not an open forum for insulting your colleagues. Yeah, exactly. Um, And also like, it's funny because um, feedback can be patronizing both like negative feedback and also positive feedback. Mm, For sure. Yeah. When someone's like surprised that you did a good job. Oh my God. (laughs) One of the best things, like best forms of, or best pieces of positive feedback I got was when a, um, a colleague of mine said, um, I was really impressed uh, by you uh, in, you know, in this whatever meeting or presentation. Like, I don't think I could have even done that. 
And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, so, so basically you're saying you're better than me. Therefore, you couldn't imagine that I would have done something well. Like mm. it was, I, I mean, I know that what this person was trying to say was like, you did something you at did, a higher level. Yeah. And I was really like saying that you're impressed isn't really the fault. It's like how you say it. So I feel like when you're giving um, any kind of positive feedback, which is also very, very important, especially peer to peer, is to be like really specific and not mm. so, you know, like saying like good job, well done is really like useless and mm. can come off really patronizing. And it's like uh, instead saying things like, you know, wow, like you executed that project so well, like the results are like speak for themselves. Like, you know what I mean? Just mm. being more specific. Yeah. Yeah. really helps. Although, I mean, like, I think, yeah, that's interesting because what the definition you're making is like saying, for example, like when we used to run trainings um, with Dee, our colleague, yeah. sometimes we'd go up to her in the breaks and we'd be like, you're nailing it. Yeah. And that's encouragement. Right. It's not feedback. That's so true. feedback has to be more specific. And I think it's good to make that distinction. Ah, good point. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But how do you actually like how what would you suggest to someone who's like needs to give some negative feedback potentially to appear? Like, mm. how can you do that without being like coming off, coming across as an asshole? I think, to be honest, like if it's coming from a place where you're not actually angry at them. Yeah. Or if you're if you're not looking down on them or if it's actually coming from a place of like as uh kim scott says uh, from a place of like kindness yeah um and genuine sort of honesty like oh by the way did you notice that you you know uh left uh, i'm trying to think of a good example but did you notice you did this thing then there's no animosity there so right. it would be totally like these people would not be like oh god you know, that was really bitchy or whatever. Yeah. Um, so if, I mean, like, first of all, just kind of de-escalate it in your mind. Like it's not, nothing that happens in the workplace. Actually, that's not true. Lots of things that are happening in the workplace are personal. <laughs> but um, I like to de-escalate it by writing it down. Oh, that's good, um, yeah. And just being like, okay, what actually happened here that either pissed me off or was wrong or jeopardized our relationship with a client or yeah. you know any of these things so what actually happened yeah and then just spit it out in a really timely manner so make sure you get them in private very quickly after it happens um and just let them know what about starting with a, like with a question like asking them what they felt about that is that mm. a good approach because to me that would come more naturally to be like like let's say I felt like they didn't present our pitch very well in mm. the meeting or something um instead of being like hey yeah. You didn't you present didn't. the pitch like, very well. Exactly. But what what if saying like, how did you feel like the pitch went? Mm. You know, and then they can be like, oh, I didn't feel that good about it. And then you can be like. Or they might be like, I hate presenting. Right. You know, exactly. I really was like, I vomited beforehand. Right. Yeah. Totally. So they might be like, give you some more insight as to why they yeah. botched it. Yeah. Mm. And then you can kind of like ease into the Then it's like, oh, if they were like, oh, yeah, I really didn't feel good about it. You can then be like, um. And what didn't you feel good yeah, about? Yeah, what didn't you find went mm. well? Because I, you know, I felt like this and this was really good, but then I felt like this and this and this didn't work well or yeah. whatever. Like yeah. you can kind of go from there and, and then it almost feels a little bit more organic as well and totally. not so like planned and, mm. you know, I mean, sometimes it needs to be more 
direct and planned and yeah. whatever, depending on what it is. I mean, I do, yeah, when I say I, I write things down, it doesn't mean I'm necessarily planning. It just means that I often write things down just to process what I think about them. Totally. Yeah. Um, just to sort of figure out like, oh, because I, <laughs> I have, in the past, I've written a text message to someone that's been like, how should I tell this person that? And by the time I finished it, I delete the whole thing. And just, just talk know. to the person directly. Yeah, totally. That's, um, a, that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. I like to do that too. Organize my thoughts by writing them down. Mm. I One love this face. point that we have here about, um, th- so the old feedback model from like 10 years ago was the feedback sandwich. Yes. Have you heard of this? Where it's like you give someone a positive piece of feedback, then you give a negative and then you give another positive. So it's like buffering the f- nigga and I'm like that is the worst and it's now established to be the worst because yeah. it's like now every time someone hears a piece of positive feedback they're expecting the negative thing to yeah. come anyway and I think it's and also it de- de- values the positive feedback as well oh totally that's interesting because oh. I also thought of it in the sense of like it seems like a very like it could be very confusing for mm. someone like if you said a bunch of positive things and then one negative thing like spliced in there somewhere the person could leave the conversation being like oh well i'm doing great yeah like everything and the whole the negative thing could have been the, drowned yeah completely mm. drowned in it so i think that's another thing like i think it's okay to like start with po- like not i mean i don't know you think it what's not cool to like start with positive and then say negative mm, yeah really. i don't think so okay interesting yeah because i think that it's like it can be a decent way like in terms of like for this presentation situation right like i think it's an okay like me personally what would make me most comfortable is saying like i really like that you did this and this and this mm-hmm. um what i think we could like work on is are these things here mm, and mm. but but not then ending on a I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's the sandwich that doesn't work. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to know. I mean, I'm just curious because for me, that would really ease my feedback pain Mm. if I could, if I could just start with a little positive. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And I think we all do that as well. Like, yeah. Um, because that's your way of showing encouragement, right? Yeah. That's your way of being like, I'm on your team. I think you've got potential, you know, like let's work together to get a better outcome next time. Definitely. And finally, oh my God, how do you give feedback to your boss? Oh my God, this is a really, this is a really tough one. I mean, I guess it depends how your boss is. In post-production of this podcast, can we have like the sound of bombs going off? That would be great. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, just in case you don't know what bombs going off sounds like. There you go. Um, Um, Yeah. Have you ever given feedback to a boss? Um... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, and it has, it actually went really, it was received very well. Mm-hmm. I think because my boss was so surprised mm-hmm. to be but like <laughs> delighted, you know, like, surpri- like to finally be getting some, like someone yeah. telling them something that like they could use, you know, it was like, oh, great. Not mm. everybody's just excited about everything that I'm doing that all do. the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, mine was actually, I gave feedback to a boss. Um, this was a while ago, but it was kind of like, I was getting, um, I was getting sort of uh, criticized at work for a specific kind of like 
a specific something. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to go into too much detail, but basically my boss kept saying something to me about like, you're not doing this, you're not doing this. Mm-hmm. And then I came to my boss and I just said, you know, um, I wanted to actually talk to you about this because I think that you're focused a lot on this thing that I'm not doing. Mm-hmm. And actually what I am doing is really great. Yeah. And like, and like, you know, and, and, and that shouldn't be devalued because I'm not doing this one other thing that mm. you, that you, like you think that's where my career should go. So you mm. think I should start doing that. And he, but, and, but that's not where my, I wanted my career to go, you mm. know? So it's like, it's those things where you just have to be honest. And I, and I said, like, I really feel like you're devaluing my, um, contribution. My contribution. Mm. Exactly. And it was very well received. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Great. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. I think it's so it's tricky because some people might have a, a boss who won't receive things. Oh, yeah. I mean, like well. the, the client that I was with this week, so mm-hmm. last week ish, but, you know, um, you know, that's a massive multi, what do you call it? Multi, it's in a lot of countries. International. That's what I'm a global organization. (laughs) Um, With like many, many, many layers of bureaucracy. um, And some people kind of don't even see their bosses once a week. Right. You know, like it's so, they're so removed from their boss. So, um, I mean, like my philosophy with bosses, let's just... uh, when you talk about giving feedback to your boss, let's just assume that you've got the meanest, worst, right. least approachable boss ever. Love it. Because that way anyone can kind of use the advice under that. Yeah. Say something like, oh, I noticed that you didn't um, add our values slides into the presentation um, for that main client meeting. Did you mean to do that? Is yeah. that is that what we're going to be doing from now on? And they'll go, oh. Shit. Oh, whoops. No, yeah, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's really good because you don't want to, that's the one thing that you just don't want to do is come across that you're challenging their authority. Mm. Um, no one responds well to that. No. And everybody loves a bit of authority. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, I think also timing, right? Mm. Like, don't, like, I think that, so choose your battles is a huge one. Timing also, like, don't, Go if your if your boss seems like they're not in a good mood uh, or extremely busy, yeah, really stressed. Or we've just had like, or the company's just had like major restructures, right? Yeah, this is just not the time to deliver unless your feedback is going to be helpful like right away. Mm. It's just not the time to deliver the feedback. Just mm. just let it just let it sit there for a little. Oh, oh yeah, no, I did. Press. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every episode now. Do you have bad dreams about not recording? I thought that I didn't press record. <laughs> I have That's bad great. dreams about it. It's terrible. That's great. Um, okay. Anything else boss wise? I mean, like if your boss is a nice, nice person, um, I think I would start off like this is how I would approach it. Mm-hmm. I would start off by giving them some positive feedback. Mm-hmm. So just be like, oh, like I noticed that you really, you, you might've been in a meeting together and um, you really nailed that meeting. I thought that was really great. I liked the point that you made about, um, you know, return on investment. Right. So bring out a specific positive thing to start with um, and then like ease into it by saying like, you know, maybe a couple of weeks later after you've given a couple of specific positive pieces of feedback as opposed to just compliments or encouragement. Yeah. Um, then I would say, hey, um, I noticed something in that, uh, meeting, would you mind if I shared it with you? Right. So ask them if they would like to 
hear that and then gauge their reaction because yeah. they might be like, um, listen, not now. And then maybe they're not really open to it. But if they're kind of like on a learning curve, like most of us are, yeah. um, they might be quite open to it. So just sort of ease into it and test the waters and figure out what your relationship with that person is. Yeah. I think in general as well, like keep in mind that, um, even though we're encouraging you right now to deliver feedback and uh, and to, you know, not hold back. Um, it's also something like not every little thing needs your feedback. No, that is so important because I feel like people um, do that a lot when they take on something. They're like, now I'm just going to be this feedback person. Mm. And they're going to feedback to everyone who ever talks to me ever. Yeah. It's just um, it can you can really get yourself into a bit of a pickle uh, when oh, it comes to that. for sure. And I think something that I notice with people who overfeed back, <laughs> overfeed <laughs> overfeedback, um, is that they're not really taking into account that there is a whole bunch of context that they almost certainly don't know. Yes. So, um, and this goes for bosses as well. Like you might be looking at your boss and saying, well, I don't know why they did that because it makes no sense in the context of my role. But they might have had 25 meetings that you were not a part of. Totally. Um, or they might have tried to attack that challenge before or they might have tried something already. So it's like you don't know everything and you should approach feedback from that perspective. Ooh, that was great. <laughs> oh, our cheers. miserable little cheers. We're cheersing. Uh, that's that's a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> We're cheersing non-wine glasses and you can tell. Oh. Yeah. So that was our feedback special. I mean, to be honest, I feel like we could have formatted it a little bit better. But I do think that there were a lot of little knowledge nuggets in there. Nuggets all like it was a spray of nuggets. Yeah, exactly. We hope that you got uh, a few kind of key pieces out of uh, the last hour. Mm-hmm. And also, we have a challenge for you, don't we, Penny? We have the feedback challenge. It's the feedback challenge. Boo-boo-boo. Boo-boo-boo-boo. What is that, Penny? (laughs) Okay, so basically, if you are really scared about giving someone a piece of feedback, we want you to do it this week. Yeah, baby. And then we want you to tell us about it with no specific names. Yeah. (laughs) Leave the names out. So join our Facebook group and then you can just chuck your little piece of feedback story onto the discussion board. You can tell us all about it. And then we can like it and maybe you'll win a prize. That would be so cool. We'll you win the prize of our love. Yeah. I mean, first prize is definitely love. Mm. Um, and then maybe we'll actually give something away. I'm really curious if anybody will do it. Oh, yeah, they will. I, We've I, got a wonderful audience. I mean, they're lovely, but mm. it's it's also like it's uh, it's asking, you know, you have to kind of be bold. You can do something easy to start with. Totally. Ease into easy it. There's no need to go full balls to the wall and tell your boss that she's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Melanie, me. yeah. when you talk over me constantly, makes me feel insignificant. Makes me feel, oh, that's... And she's like, you are insignificant. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Don't get fired. Okay? Whatever you do, don't uh, get fired. You know, ah, I mean, life whatever. Goes life goes on totally. <laughs> You'll find another job. Um, fantastic. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, don't forget to share our podcast with your friends. And wait while you unsubscribe. <laughs> God, <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> What a tool. <laughs> it would be so wonderful if you did that. Um, and also, have a great week. Whee!